Hey everybody and welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lilith. And I am Eli. And we're back with another miscellaneous episode. A lot of, a lot of good stuff here. A lot of good stuff here. And we're not even going to beat around the bush. We're just going to jump straight into it with the first topic where it's just Eli ranting about pandas. Oh god. Okay, why do you not like pandas? Okay, so first off, let me let me let me trace back a little bit. So, remember when we did our uh best of 2020? Yes. I okay, I I I mentioned uh in that one uh Satan and how there's a panda character in it and yes. how uh the fact that the panda character is her name Mau Mau? No. What's the panda in May May? <laughs> That's what it is, May May. Uh, I hate her so much, and one of the best things about it is that the panda just gets to eat shit all the time. Not literally. Literally, it would be the koala doing that. <laughs> but uh, because I hate pandas, and I need to specify, I don't hate all pandas. Red pandas are fine. They are chill. It's specifically great pandas that I hate. Okay. I they are they are probably the most hate the animal I hate the most, and I'll tell I'll tell you why. So, pandas. Uh, well, pandas number one. People donate a lot of money to pandas to save the pandas because like they look cute. First off, they're not that cute. Second off, if the world loses pandas, that's all we lose is pandas. They don't really occupy a significant niche niche in the ecosystem. So if we lose pandas, that's fine. We we've lost pandas. If we there if we lose like 10,000 other species, these other species occupy like critical roles in their ecosystems and if they go other species go and so i get that like insects and other such things aren't cute and cuddly and don't rake in the bucks but i just cannot for the life of me fathom saving pandas over these other actually critically important species Number two, pandas are less, like, awful at surviving in the first place. Uh, they eat bamboo, which is a very low-energy food. And they... Bamboo forests were shrinking before humans started, like, fucking up the environment. So, even without humans, inevitably, pandas likely would have gone endangered or extinct on their own. All we did was sort of help them along the way. Good job, humanity. <laughs> Good job, humanity. <laughs> but we're trying to save a species, again, that isn't really well-suited for the environment, aside from the very specific sensitive environment it's in. And yes, they are a... they're called an umbrella species in that the land set aside for saving pandas usually has other endangered species on it that are also saved because of the pandas, but 
We could just save the other species. Yes, we could just save the the other species. How many endangered species are there on the endangered species list? Uh, A lot. And more every day. Yeah. I, I would assume. Okay. There are, as of 2012, the red list of species was at 3,000 animals and over 2,500 plants. Do mushrooms count as plants? I don't think mushrooms are in any danger of going extinct anywhere. That's fair. I'm, I'm saying that more in the fact that they're a fungus that lives off of decay, so... So hey, the more things that die, the more mushrooms there'll be. I'll found the mushroom kingdom. It'll be awesome. But great pandas are, according to uh, the like classification, they're not even, like, f- they're endangered. They're not that endangered I- either. They are, they are considered vulnerable. They are a vulnerable population. They're well, isn't not... that because, like, humans intervene to prevent them from going That is true. Them? That that is, they were reclassified in 2016 from endangered to vulnerable because we because humans invested so much money in saving them. Yeah, go humanity! Like yay, we saved the pandas. And now, now they're gonna die we... anyways. Here, <laughs> what we... here's an idea. What if pandas ate meat instead of bamboo? Uh. Or what if they were more like brown bears? I mean, I I think if they were more like brown bears, I wouldn't be anywhere close to endangered. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because ba- pandas require, you know, bamboo forests. Whereas brown bears, they got them in Alaska. They got them how far south? Don't know. I think there's brown bears in Texas. I think there are. Further. I think I think there may be bears in Texas. There are definitely bears in Texas. Regardless, uh... <laughs> yeah. So the answer here is, we just need to genetically modify brown bears to look like pandas. And then we'll have pandas. But, you know, they'll actually be able to survive. I just don't like a almost useless species hoovering up. Just like, oh, like people throw money at it because it's cute. No, it's not cute. It's a freaking bear. It will it will kill you. They are, they are not, like, particularly... I mean, they're bears. Bears will act cute, but a panda can and will kill a human being. They what? they are they are wild animals. When when is the last recorded murder of a human by a panda? I don't know. Would, would that be a murder? I feel like it would. I mean, killing. Can a panda? Yeah, panda slaughter. <laughs> I mean, they are bears. Bear. Mauling. Mauling. No, you can survive a mauling. Okay, so yes, pandas can and will kill people. Uh, I I just googled it, uh, but there were three cases of giant panda attacks at the Beijing Zoo between 2006 and 2009. So that's like one a year in a zoo. Just imagine how many of, how many that means in the wild. I mean, there aren't very many in the wild now, are there? That is a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, I just I just don't like pandas, and 
I'd say it turned into a bit of a meme with how much I don't like pandas, but I just really don't fucking like pandas. Ironically enough, Mei Mei is one of the characters I like the most in Satan because I like her so much because she's so so hate so hateable. <laughs> she literally goes out of her way. Well, she doesn't go out of her way to make hair. She's stuck up. She's snobby because she's a panda, and she will constantly threaten to have the Chinese government come down and arrest people <laughs> for disrespecting her. So yeah, she's great because she's so hateable. Fucking hate pandas. Do Do you think that maybe that's that that uh what call it portrayal of pandas is uh, "Dig Against China" by a Japanese author? Possibly. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I've seen pandas in other, and, and well, I've seen pandas, I'm using air quotes in there, because these pandas, I don't know, I've not googled what they look like, I don't, they are not great pandas, I have seen a great panda once in anime, besides Satan, and it turned out it wasn't a great panda, it was a mutant, like, black bear. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it just had it just had white spots. All right then. To which I meet the person going, the person following it, saying, "Oh my god, I found a pen." I was like, "Oh shit, this is a black bear. I have I have committed an extreme error." <laughs> <laughs> understatement, understatement of uh, a lot. Any case, enough about pandas. Enough about pandas. Let's talk about something that is far more contentious and of course what we're talking about is breathing techniques breathing in anime. techniques oh boy so the gist of what a quote unquote breathing technique is is that you breathe a certain way which does something to your body which gives you superpowers yes and I've, I recently like a month ago I think Yes. Watched Demon Slayer. Very good show. I quite enjoyed it. Not a huge fan of the, like, you must master this breathing technique to in order to be able to come get super strength to kill demons. It's... It's... It's not I'm, interesting. I'm trying to think back to the first time I encountered, like breathing techniques as something that seriously pissed me off i i was definitely aware of it but i cannot think further back than the time we watched armed girls machiavellianism well correction oh God, the time i watched that show you watched the first episode <laughs> and i and i ducked out because no so in that literal like everything runs off of breathing techniques to the point where the dude has the ability to shoot bullets with his mind by breathing i i understand that like controlling your breathing and whatever is like a thing in martial arts i'm not into martial arts i don't care to get into martial arts so that's about the extent of my knowledge on the subject but i, I if 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 breathing allowed you to shoot bullets with your mind i feel like more people would know yeah. Also, if breathing a certain way gave you, like I said, super strength, 
then I feel like more people would know about it. Or There's also JoJo's. Oh. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yes, the JoJo's where a breathing technique, which do they ever even really go into detail as to how that works? Is he actually like holding his breath? Okay, they don't actually go that into detail. It's in in part 1, it's sort of like the uh described as like the rhythm of your breath. It's still not very well defined, mind you, but it it's better defined than in uh part 2. I I, uh, breathing techniques are really just a broader part of anime that take one thing and give it basically magic superpowers. Uh, like Assassination Classroom does this with Bloodlust, where the dude is able to, Nargis is able to use Bloodlust to completely literally... mask his appearance, appearance <laughs> presence, everything. <laughs> Basically turn invisible, walk up to someone, and and stun them with sonic waves from the clap of his hands. Why? All from How? just having latent bloodlust. Yes. Through sheer... Mer- Even Shokugan no Shana mentions it at one point. Although that's a very mild example. Actually, uh, I was doing research for something else. And I happened upon this fact in Symphogear is one technique a character uses is a breathing technique. Oh dear God. And it's it's but it's never mentioned as it in the show. So you don't you you don't know unless you look up like the background information. And in that case, it was actually using a breathing technique to hinder themselves. It was an in, it was an interesting inversion of it. Where usually it's a breathing technique gives you superpowers, and this time they used a breathing technique to take away some superpowers so that they wouldn't completely lose their superpowers. Very, very interesting. Really, it's just something very silly that I can't take anything it's in seriously, really. Just like, oh, I have mastered the way I breathe. Now fear my mind bullets. I I will not let go of that. That Machiavelli is an example. The dude literally just like puts his hand on someone and will blow them like several feet backwards through the power of his breathing techniques. Like, does he breathe on them in a certain way, or does he just like? No, he like. Do you think maybe that's a parody of breathing techniques? I would say that, but I wouldn't. I looked into Machiavellism because I'm like, huh, this is so trash. Maybe the manga will be even better. And no, like the manga is like deadly serious about martial arts. And apparently people were bitching about how the TV show didn't go into enough or the anime didn't go enough into martial arts with like the stances and everything. Awesome. So the anime might be a parody, but we don't know. I feel like the anime may be parodying the manga. <laughs> that would actually make a lot of sense, to be honest. Because based on the premise, it's a very stupid premise. Actually, related to breathing techniques, let's talk about grip strength. This is a very minor thing. It only comes up a few times in anime that I've seen. But grip strength. What is what is up with grip strength? Like, Because there was a one guy in Assassination Classroom... Who was like, I think he was American, but he's like, oh, my grip strength is off the charts. I can just touch something and it 
explodes. Yeah, I don't get that either. Yeah. I think when we saw that originally, you were like, oh, well, they test for that in Japan. Yes, they do. I Every, like, pretty much every time, like, in, in any anime that has, like, a high school in it, and we'll have a physical fitness episode, one of the things you'll see them testing is grip strength. And I googled it, and apparently that's, like, a real, like, fitness measurement. I've never done that. What is the point of grip strength? testing i i I don't know i i feel i feel like grip strength could change on a day-to-day basis based on a thousand different factors of course that's true of other fitness things too but all all i remember is the time in psyche k when he gripped it so hard he accidentally broke the needle off so he just gripped it harder to send the needle right all the way back around (laughs) nice that and the time in Future Diary when they were doing it in a hospital as part of physical therapy. And I'm pretty sure that actually makes sense, testing someone's grip as part of physical therapy. That makes sense. That does make that does make sense. But anyways, enough of uh enough about that. Let's talk about something stupid. Something stupid. Oh boy, I know what this is. It's streamer AU. So this is a thing. Basically, Eli reads a lot of fan fiction, so he tells me a lot. He he reports to me whenever he finds something weird in fan fiction. Or when and I see a trend. Yes, and something weird that's been popping up is the streamer AU. More and more it's been popping oh, up. Oh, God. Please, no. Where, like, you know... Oh, hold on. Uh, I feel like I should assume that not everyone reads fanfiction. Okay. So, <laughs> broad strokes. Uh, fanfiction is people writing their own stories set in a, in, in a universe without, like, license or anything. It's, it's a fan thing. And alternate universes are quite popular in these and you have like your normal alternate universes which are basically like what if this course of events happened and like took the show on entirely different rails then you also have like the what if it was the show but not the show and they're all just characters and it's set in the modern day or it's set in in college or set in a bookstore or set in a coffee shop coffee shop <laughs> au those Can I hear st- from a coffee shop au <laughs> those were everywhere those are still everywhere uh, I once read a tattoo parlor AU. Bookstore AU. I read one of those once. It was literally exactly what you'd expect. Very boring. <laughs> yes. But high school AUs are a big thing. Oh, yeah. High school AUs. That's easy because it's, it's, it's another one. Basically, what a lot of these have in common is that it involves all the characters you love showing up to one place and hanging out and being friends and such. These types of AUs really piss me off. If only because I feel like at that point they might as well be different characters. Because if they have none of the like experiences and things that make the the characters so interesting in the first place, then are they really the same person? If a person is the sum of their experiences? You make a good point. So, so yeah, they're... so why would you not just make your own story 
with your own characters and instead of having to like just copy paste someone else's characters onto your characters yeah i don't i don't want to take this into a tangent on fan fiction in general but i think that's because and i i read a lot of fan fiction so don't take this the wrong way people <laughs> i think it's because it's easier to take someone else's work and use it for your own ends and to come up with something yourself that's fair I'm, i i believe that's more of a comfort thing a lot of people aren't comfortable with trying to create something because if you use someone else's characters as a base, you'd be like, "Oh, hey guys, it's a it's a crutch." I have I have nothing against fan fiction. I read it all the time. I have known several people. Well, not known. I have seen several people on the internet that I followed go from writing fan fiction to springboarding into writing original creative fiction. And I fully believe that they that the writing experience they got helped them. But that's not what we're talking about. Right, we're talking we're about talking streamer, about streamer AUs. AUs. <laughs> this is a thing that I've been seeing more and more of, where it's an AU where they're like, what one of the characters or multiple of the characters will be Twitch streamers. I'm like, at that point, you are taking the piss. Yeah. I it... saw a coffee shop slash streamer AU. How? It's both. It's both. How? It's like one of them's a streamer, and then they go and hang out at the coffee shop. Okay, no, you can't do that. That is next level taking the piss right there. It was it at least a parody? No. No, of course not. Of course not. Why? Why would something like that ever be a parody? Uh, oh, please. <laughs> the general rule of thumb for most fandoms is that ninety percent of everything in it is garbage, and then there are some fandoms that's like ninety nine point nine percent of it is garbage. And if you if you bring up something to me from that fandom, I'm going to assume it's trash. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, streamer. just <laughs> streamer AU is very, very strange. I see because I personally can understand the appeal of the coffee shop or the high school or the college AU. Because yeah, as I said earlier, it's getting all your favorite characters in one place to do stuff. And I can I can see it being comfortable. Like, you know, people yeah. go to coffee shops. People yeah, exactly. go to college people go to high school i hope people go to high school <laughs> i mean i went to high school so yes <laughs> uh but just streamer you doesn't make a lot of sense to me it's it's like taking all the wish fulfillment inherent in a self-insert and then just not even like having getting off your ass and doing the self-insert <laughs> like i I will admit I haven't actually read any streamer AU fanfics, but what what is like the, the plot? How how does you it think, work? You think there's a plot? <laughs> Maybe I remember there was one that was a Venti Zhao romance fic that was a streamer AU. That was what made me hate it so much, just from hearing the description. Where it's like. Zhao and Venti, characters from Genshin Impact, are both Twitch streamers and also boyfriends. But their viewers don't know they're boyfriends. I I don't understand. I didn't understand that. There's there's literally no no reason other than the Genshin Impact is one of those fandoms where ninety nine point nine percent of their stuff is garbage. 
that that <laughs> fandom is incredibly horny and <laughs> is it wasn't it like 40 percent of all fics uh were porn i think so yeah that, that's that's the ratio i saw it feels too low it feels too low we we were working with a very limited data set we were working with a very limited data data set yes but 40 percent minimum that's before you get into this the weird stuff what do you mean weird stuff the ones that aren't technically sexual, but are obviously someone somewhere is getting off on it. The council has allotted a singular <laughs> yike. <laughs> I love that you started using that. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a it's a good midpoint between oh that's weird and yikes. <laughs> Uh, the 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 internet is terrible. The Genshin Impact fandom's terrible. Yes, yes, it is. Hey, let's just bitch about them for for a quick hot minute. I mean, we've talked about Genshin Impact twice before on this show. We have. Yeah. Uh, they got a new update recently. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One point five now, which adds a story and uh, second part of Zhang Li's story quest. Can't wait to see how that turns out. Haven't done it yet. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Um. <laughs> I, I recently heard there was a there was an update that introduced a new story story quest that completely changed everything. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I guess now Zhongli is an asshole. Update one point four really making me think. Yes, I still, I still, I still, I still play Genshin. I play Genshin a lot. I play Genshin way more than I should. Yes, you do. I will admit, I've I've fallen off a bit. <laughs> Yeah, the new one point chapter one point four story quest. That uh, I was expecting it to just be like a uh, quick and dirty. Hey, here's more story. Now stop complaining. But uh, no, we got we got some serious lore in that one. Nice. Also, there was this one you had to do this puzzle for this one thing, and that was a real pain. Oof. Oof. And yes, I, I didn't do the the first act Zhongli story quest until after I did 1.4, and it made Zhongli's entire story quest feel different. Well, see, now I'm concerned to get back in the game and play the 1.4 story quest, because... <laughs> I feel like I'm partial... I, I feel like I'm memeing it up slightly, okay. but... There are there are some serious unanswered questions now. Considering this is the uh, this is the same studio that made Honkai Impact Third and all that story bullshit, I am not surprised. I have only scratched the surface of the Honkai Impact lore, and it is complete, completely ridiculous. So there is precedent. For all this. I, I now eagerly await uh, the Inazuma update. Which, no idea when it'll come, but they shared some concept art for it uh, in the 1.5 reveal livestream. So here's hoping like 1.7, 1.8. Yeah, only another... Uh... I can't read my watch. Is that a 4 or a 17? 
months. It's going to be a while. Yeah. Uh, this this was initially us complaining about the Genshin fandom. Um, <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. Let's go back to complaining about that. Genshin fandom. I I have I have I have distanced myself from them. Some of the worst qualities that you will fi- that you could that you could find in a fandom are present in the Genshin fandom. Most of them having to do with all the shippers. Yeah, that makes sense. They're everywhere. Is is the problem that is that there are shippers everywhere, or is the problem that people complain about the shippers being everywhere? I actually don't really see people complaining about the shippers. You just see the shippers. <laughs> I just see the shippers. <laughs> you know, funny thing about that is that I'm in the Ruby fandom, and dear God, if you're in the Ruby fandom, you know exactly what is wrong with the Ruby fandom. Not not the shipping. It, we used to have a really bad problem with shipping, and uh, people people still ship a lot these days. But it's cooled down. It's cooled down quite a bit. The, the, more, the more popular thing to do in the uh, the Ruby fandom is make YouTube videos about how much Ruby sucks now. It it doesn't, but you know, negative negative stuff gets clicks like this. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, are you if are you gonna click on a on an episode of the of this podcast about us saying how much we love puppies, or are you gonna click on an episode of this podcast where we talk about how much we hate puppies? I mean, my my support for dogs, I believe, has been documented before on this show. Absolutely, mankind's best friend since before history, I believe. <laughs> mankind's best friend, the the mankind's best friend that predates writing. Yes. Nice. I think we lost. I think we lost. I think we lost the string. I lost. I I, don't, I forgot entirely what we were talking about. First, we were talking about streamer AU. Then we were talking about the Genshin Impact fandom. Then we we're talking, just talking about Genshin Impact. And then I, I I have no idea what happened. Something about how the Ruby fandom hates itself. Oh yes, that. I'm not gonna go into that unless you want me to. I mean, do we have three hours? <laughs> Maybe. Let's condense it very basically. Humanity sucks. There you go. Yeah. Um. The Oscars were like last week, weren't they? Oh yeah. I didn't. I didn't watch that. No one watched that. <laughs> I. I mean, I think some people did. People who have to watch it for their jobs. It hit like record lows for in terms of viewers. Do you think that may might be because they commandeered an entire train station? I don't know. I I do know that the that it had all the impact of a wet fart for several reasons. One being that normally they announce last picture at the very end. You mean best picture? Did I? What did I say? You said last picture. <laughs> <laughs> Normally they announce the winner of best picture at the end, right? Yes. Uh this time they had like the last minute swapped the schedule so the best picture would be third to last so that they could end on best actor. Okay. So everyone thought that that would be because the award was going to Chad Bozeman. Chadwick Boseman. 
Chadwick Boseman, yes. Yes. Because he was in, you know, he was, he'd been nominated. He was in the running. He was one of the contenders. Yeah. So it was like, oh, you know, that, that'll, that'll be great. You know, end on it, you know, yeah, end on show a, a nice on a clip show. Uh, he did not win. Who won? Uh, some, I, I don't want to say some random guy. He, the guy who's, uh, the guy wasn't, like, you know, accomplished actor. But here, here's the thing. Because, well, at least we know that the, the Oscars are honest with being, like, a, like, true blind vote. Because they've most likely thought that he was going to win everyone. Like, some of the people who even voted, like, oh, yeah, no, he's totally going to win. But they don't know who won until they open the envelope. <laughs> because it's, like, the people who count it and then they put it in the envelope. No one's allowed to see it. And then they shoot the people who counted it. So, so, so there were probably five people who knew who actually won going into that. None of them making the actual decisions. But yeah, so it just ended up feeling like a wet fart. Yeah. Wait, what won Best Picture? Uh, I think it was Nomadland. That took like six awards. Oh yeah, that one. Right. Did you see that? No. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, sorry, you don't watch any. Not... You don't watch anything. You don't watch any Oscar movie the, the year it comes out. Usually, I don't. So before it wins an Oscar, you just don't care about it. It's not. No, 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 no. I I watch movies on my own time. I wanted to watch another round like six months ago. You know this. I sent you the trailer. I think so. You sent me. You sent me a lot of weird movie trailers. Yeah, that's not a weird movie. It's a good movie. It's by the same guy who did uh, The Hunt. Movie you haven't seen, it's Danish. Uh, don't don't take that as me going like, oh, I watch Danish movies. No, I mean like, Nordic countries make really weird, like depressing comedies. <laughs> and some of them choose to make a non-comedy film, which is extra depressing. But Another Round's one of their depressing com- uh, comedies. But a joyful trip into alcoholism. Oh, it's that one. Now I now I remember the trip. Yes, yes. Yeah, where it, a bunch it, of guys it, are like, oh, if you drink, you get smarter. It won Best International Film. Yeah, that's fair. So it, like, it got an award, which is nice, which is nice. Yeah, which is nice, which is nice. Yeah. Nomadland walked out with three awards. Uh, Anthony Hopkins was the guy who won... Uh, best actor. So that's why there was a bunch of headlines, like from the Onion, about the the Oscar committee bringing out Anthony Hopkins' head. Because <laughs> he wasn't even there. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like, oh, I've been nominated for an Oscar. Who cares? You probably thinking, oh, I'm not gonna win. He he did write like a he did post on I think Instagram, uh, thanking them for the award and thanking Chadwick Boseman for being another like phenomenal actor. Uh, okay, fair enough. I'll soul. accept. I'll accept your apology, Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> I mean, it's not that he did, it's not that he won it because like the father he wasn't a good movie. It wasn't he's not a good actor. I don't think anyone. I don't think a bad actor has ever won Best Actor. That's fair. But uh, Soul won Best Animated Feature Film, which I suppose is the most relevant to this. Uh, to this, oh, uh, yeah, podcast. I suppose so. Uh, Wolfwalkers was nominated, did not win. 
Oh. That's uh that's by the same people who did uh Secret of Kells. Yes, I saw that and I was like, "Oh, how can I watch this movie?" I it's on Apple TV movie. only. Oh, are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, I've been wanting to watch it for several months, but it's only on Apple TV and Why? I refuse to go to Apple TV cuz Apple products. <laughs> put it on put it on Amazon, put it on Netflix. I don't care. Put it on something where it, I could watch it. Yeah. So The Secret of Kells is one of the best movies uh, animated movies i've ever seen i've been wanting to watch it since december but it's i can't watch it because it's on apple tv wait how did it get nominated for an oscar then uh but it just has to be i mean like the people who who do oscars like also it released online in 20 uh in and in december like i'm pretty sure it was actually like available um yeah theatrically released in november of course. I don't go to movie theaters. Because the floors are always sticky. And people get pissy if you get up to use the bathroom. Also, there's that whole pandemic thing. Well, yeah, there's that. But I stopped with? going to movie theaters before the pandemic. <laughs> this is true. You only you only go to the movie theater for two things. Popcorn. And you only go with friends. I, I fully know the last movie I ever saw in theaters. What was it? The Yojo Senki movie. You were there. Oh, shit. Right. <laughs> I remember that now. We, we drove, like, freaking... Well, we, we drove quite a while to, yeah, I, to I, the movie I, I was about to say the, the place where we went to, but that that might be a little bit too much personal information. We drove, a, we drove out of both of our ways to get to that place. Well, I drove to your house. You drove me there. <laughs> yes, but we drove out of our way to get there. Yeah, I remember. It was a wonderful, wonderful experience. Last movie I ever saw in theaters might be the last movie I ever see in theaters. Fingers crossed. My 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 cheap little shitty home setup is way is way more comfortable. Respectable. I mean, if if you like moved into a big house and you had an entire room that you could build a home theater in, would you do it? Yes, but that would be a home theater. That not that would not be me going to the movie theater. Well, true. True. I was just wondering. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I would set up a home theater for me and my friends. Like, come on, we'll get popcorn, we'll watch a movie, yeah. But I will never, I will never go to another like chain movie theater, unless like there's a second Yojo Senki movie or something, in which case I might. Fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. Also, fingers crossed that there will be. A showing in a theater near both of us so that we can both go see see it. We literally had to drive like two like two towns over. It was great. It was great. It was great. We got really sidetracked. Yes, we did. But that's the point of a miscellaneous episode. That is the point of a miscellaneous episode. Uh. Yeah, we were talking about the Oscars. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, Soul won. I haven't seen Soul. I've heard it's good. Uh, I know that's uh I've heard it's good, yeah. I've heard the, good things. Ah oh god, can't remember his name. The guy who does who's like the leader of the band for Stephen Colbert did the soundtrack for it. And he's really good. So Yeah. I just think it's noteworthy that uh two of the five nominations for best animated feature film are Pixar movies. Two of them. Both of the two of them were from Pixar. 
one is uh soul right yes and the other was onward yeah okay i saw onward it was it was actually pretty good yeah i haven't seen it it's not that i hate pixar it's just that mm. well in any case it's it's a pretty good like uh coming of age yeah the, their movies are good the, pixar yeah. is good at what they do yeah pixar is good at what they do but uh all right talking a little bit more about another round just because i mean we already brought it up and why not make it the last thing in this episode just because we're probably never going to talk about it again uh another round i finally found it on hulu also hulu finally for for the last 3 months they haven't been able to like they haven't like worked the they, they, like I sign into my account and then try and go like, oh hey, you need to buy Hulu. I'm like I have paid for Hulu. I don't pay for Hulu. I I pay for. I have I get Hulu through a bundle with another thing, and just like Hulu's like, oh, but you have to pay for Hulu. But I'm paying for Hulu. They finally let me into my Hulu account to watch things, and I see they have another round, so I watched it. Good, good movie. Uh. Kind kind of sad at bits. It was originally supposed to be a very light-hearted comedy, based on the director's daughter's college stories that she told him about all the crazy things she did while drunk. Then she died in a car crash, and it turned from a pure comedy into a dramedy. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh at this man's daughter's death, but the 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 movie as a result of it is a is a rather nice celebration of life and happiness. So Well that's good. <laughs> you kinda it's... just swerved there with the with the daughter dying. <laughs> like, okay. I'd say it's typical for a Nordic comedy film. <laughs> But it happened in real life. Uh, it's about a guy who is depressed in life. He's lost all passion. And one of his friends is just like, you know, this Norwegian philosopher said that humans are born with the BAC of 0.05 too low. So it's like, so they decide to do an experiment where they drink, and just a cup, they just drink slightly throughout the day. To keep themselves around 0.05 to see if it makes them like perform better in life socially and it does so they start drinking more and they, they they each find like their optimal level of drunkenness and like the main character is walking through life with like one point like with like a 0.12 bac <laughs> and there's this one moment in it that i absolutely love where it's just him drunk walking through life like happy orchestral music is playing in the background it's just like the world is great everything is love no one knows that i'm drunk and then he walks face first into a door frame and the music stops and everyone stares at him <sighs> it's a very good film it's on hulu so if you have hulu go and watch it you will not regret it well I was trying to think of someone who might regret it. Uh, someone whose life was destroyed by alcohol. I mean, part of it is watching it, watching people destroy their lives through alcohol. Yeah. 
But they get better. Spoiler alert, they get better. So, I guess, if you destroyed your life through alcohol, you might... The end of the movie is him, half-drunk, dancing at the end of a pier before jumping into the ocean. It's at a party, so it's not like he's gonna drown, but... You know, he's finally ha- he's finally happy. He's finally reached a place in his life where he's happy. You know, his wife left him. Not really because of his binge drinking, actually. Uh, she actually started cheating on him before the whole drunkenness thing. Except suddenly he became, like, happy and energetic in life again. So she became kind of torn on what to do. So yes, that's right. The binge drinking probably did more for him than than hurt him. I don't know if that's really the message you want to be sending. In the film, one of his friends commits suicide. Oh, okay, there you go. (laughs) There you go! So yeah, for our main character, everything worked out. But for everybody else, uh, not so much. For the main character, everything worked out once he stopped drinking to excess. Once he learned to temper and moderate himself, life became alright. That, that I guess that's the that's the best message. Your life life will be all right as long as you don't drink yourself into a drunken stupor and fall off a boat. That's a good lesson for all of us. I could go on about this movie for a, a long time, but we but don't have I'm a gonna, long time. We don't have a long time. I'm gonna cut it there. Sounds good. It is in Dan- it is in Danish, so you know subtitled. But if you watch anime, I feel like you're used to subtitles. You should be. You should be. That feels more threatening <laughs> than I meant it to be. Uh, I would actually like to thank watching foreign films for probably making anime more accessible to me. Because it kind of is slightly a skill you have to develop to be able to take an entire like film or something and read subtitles at the bottom. But once I started watching anime, I didn't. it was, it was easy enough for me. Because I already had that experience watching, uh, like, all the Spanish movies. And, uh, German movies and French movies. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, foreign films, for making anime easier for me. Interesting. I will say that going from, like, subbed anime to dubbed anime is a interesting experience. Because, like, you're primed to look at the bottom of the screen and start reading while also like paying attention to everything. But if there's not a lot of like interesting action going on in a, in a dubbed feature, you're just kind of like, where does, where do I put my eyes? (laughs) I'm going to look at my phone. I don't know where it's going with that. Just a, it's a miscellany. We're never going anywhere with any of this. (laughs) That is a very good point. For all we know, we could be going to the moon. Next time on Anime Stroganoff, we go to the moon. <laughs> oh, God. I am not trained to be an astronaut. <laughs> not with that attitude. Do you think Elon Musk would let us on his rocket? Nah, I think it'll be fine. I mean, I don't want to get on Elon Musk's rocket. They keep blowing up. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, that's when they land, but... Yeah, so we'll get there. We'll get to space just fine. We just gotta find our own way down. Well, that's concerning. <laughs> Nah, I'll bring some bed sheets. So next week, Anime Stroganoff doesn't go to the moon. Probably. We'll let you know. Until next time, I have been Eli. And I have been Lilith. And this has been Anime Stroganoff. <laughs>